This is Dai Zenshu EX, the podcast, episode 282, for the week of Christmas, December 25th, 2011. Hey, hey, welcome to Dies and Chewy X. The podcast. An extension, I'm going to give you a little bit of credit here, of three. Well, no, two all-encompassing sites. One very compassing fan site. What's the opposite of an compass? I like that. You're just a compass. Over here in New Jersey, we have Dies and Chewy X. Across from me in the same basement, we have... A relic of something. A relic of Temple of Trunks. That's right. And off relic yonder, of halfway yes. across the country, <laughs> Mary is the hero of time, but we also have joining us, sir. Thank you. We have Constantine. Awesome, awesome, awesome. We, all of us, cover anything and everything Dragon Ball in hopes of enlightening and a little bit of entertaining. So excited. We did not have a podcast episode last week. That was half a purposeful decision and half a, well, crap, I got sick again. Okay. Oh, so it was a combination of I feel like crap. Episode of Bardock's coming out. May as well just wait. And then it was going to be a midweek episode. And then it turned into well, the week's basically over. So here we are. I've gathered you here together to talk about episode of Bardock with me. Introductions are here. Wait, no, we didn't say who everyone is. We just said our sites, and that's good enough, isn't it? Oh, uh, I, I guess say, not. I didn't say who I was. Okay, fine. Uh, my name is Mike. Hi, I go by Vegito Ex. I'm the host of this here show. And Mary, you are the Temple O Trunks, you, you don't even pay for it anymore. <laughs> uh, well, like, I guess such you know, a leech. being married, I guess are are one of the our same accounts and and your payments for your domain name and site kind of cover mine, and it's all the same money. And let's not think about it too hard. All right, sharing is caring. Well, welcome to the show, regardless. Good to be here. Good to have you. And Heath, Mister Dude from Constantine, welcome to talk about episode of Bardock with us. Yeah. Am I so? Am I officially the dude now? Uh, no, there's already a dude called the dude. So you have to be. No, but uh, I want to be the dude. Well, the I think Dragon Ball version of the dude. You're gonna have to fight it out with Alex then. Okay. So, uh, folks, we are here. Episode of Bardock. This is kind of crazy. It's part of our news. It's our entire topic. So I think what we're gonna do is just kind of jump into the news. All right, let's talk about some video game sales and general reactions over across the land. Uh, we're I talking am about full of lols. <laughs> oh, I can't wait to report on this. So we're talking about Ultimate Blast here. It sold 44,593 copies in its first week. That would be from December 5th through the 11th. Uh, the game came out on the 8th of December. Just for a note of comparison, Raging Blast 2 sold 47,600 in its first week last year. So about 3,000 less. And uh, Raging Blast, the first edition, did 10,000 more than that two years ago. Uh, so it's kind of interesting to see. I guess you can infer the level of interest in Dragon Ball based on sales or maybe just the feeling of being burned out. I got to tell you, I am shocked the drop was as little as it was for a couple of reasons. One, the game is garbage. Two, the game came out so long after the North American release, which we got as Ultimate Tenkaichi. By now, the Japanese fans clearly knew what they were getting themselves into. Did they? Do they really um, pay attention to... A significant portion were. They were paying attention. They knew. The fact that there was still 44,500 copies sold, I'm kind of shocked it was that much. Heath, what do you think about that? I was surprised the drop was only 3,000. Yeah. <sighs> Can't I believe I mean, you it. went from 10,000 
and then the drop's only 3,000. I mean, in comparison, that's, you know, 30%. That's actually not that bad. I was expecting we'd get like 35,000, maybe. Yeah, yeah, I was too. I was too. Kind of impressed. Yeah. <laughs> sort of, kind of. Well, and I, aren't these numbers just for the PlayStation 3, not the Xbox 360? Yeah, but that's... Yeah, because- what was the 360 in Japan? <laughs> 360 sales are so minimal, they're not even worth two. recording. It was two. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> they totally could have upped it that 2%. The two Dragon Ball fans that were given a 360 by someone else and can't afford a PS3, yet somehow were able to afford Ultimate Blast. Yes, let's make up that story for It them. was them. We've got the scenario official. going on. No, it was okay. probably someone who also bought the PS3 version and just wanted to buy them all. Maybe. All right. So Okay, let's talk about the reception, yes. which is what I am <laughs> frankly the most interested in. This was great. All right. So as of this time, got a hundred reviews on Amazon Japan. Fifty-seven of those one hundreds gave the game one star. I loved the text of the reviews because over and over and over again, just like we've been saying, just a rock, paper, scissors game. There's nothing here. There's nothing here. And Almost all of them were breaking it into, you know, what's the good? What's the bad? The good was, no, it it looks pretty. The graphics are pretty great. All of them said the bad. Everything Everything else. (laughs) I love it. Okay, there you have it. Across the oceans, the reception to the game. Crazy. Reactions. Craziness. It's kind of a worldwide phenomenon. (laughs) Yes. Is that what you want to call it? uh, We are unified. And what's the consensus? (laughs) I'm feeling a kumbaya moment across the world. (laughs) I'm with you. All right, let's move away from video games. I want to toss this out there. We'll cover this more in the future, but uh, I've been meaning to mention this for the last month when I first noticed it. Sayaka Sasaki, who I had not been familiar with prior to this, but apparently she's done some anime opening theme songs, that kind of stuff, released a debut album last month in Japan called Sympathetic World, which was on the Atlantis record label. And if you follow Dragon Ball music, you are familiar with Atlantis because that just happens to be the label that Hironobu Kageyama is on. There is a bonus track on Sasaki's album here, title you may be familiar with, Bokutachi Watenshidata, We Were Angels, which is the second closing theme to the DBZ TV series. And on this bonus track, background vocals from the man himself, Hironobu Kageyama. I really, really dug this cover I liked that he was harmonizing. I was was. totally squeeing too, Heath. (laughs) I was like (laughs) massively squeeing. And he's really far in the background. You wouldn't, almost wouldn't know it was him if you didn't know it was him. I do want to save conversation about this cover song for the future. We've got some recent cover songs from 2010, 2011 that we didn't get a chance to get to. So I'm thinking about doing a catching up on cover songs episode at some point in the near future. Uh, So stay tuned on that. Just wanted to let you know when we updated on the site, I did include links to CD Japan if you wanted to buy the album and also the iTunes store, the Japanese iTunes store where you can buy the song individually for 200 yen. Only problem being you need a Japanese credit card to do things like that. Uh, That's why I love having Julian in Japan because we can do that kind of stuff. Uh, So Heath, now you take it over really to the the news to intro our topic here. All right. So we have the episode of Bardock anime adaptation. It's done. 
it's out, it's streaming, but you may not know what it is exactly. Well, we've we've talked about it before, and we're going to talk about it even more, this time the anime side of things. And so if you, you stick around for maybe five more minutes, we'll get to it, I promise. So we knew some type of preview advanced screen was going to be happening at Jump Festa this year in Tokyo. We didn't really get too many details about it as far as was this going to be three separate episodes, a couple episodes, was it going to be one just block was it going to be 45 minutes long we weren't quite sure well it turns out they actually showed the entire thing it's about 20 minutes long in total and then afterwards they announced we're going to put it up online and you can watch it for free but at first you couldn't watch it for free unless you lived in japan because it was region locked on the bondi channel later it turned out that toei's anime john put it up for free and it was not region locked So if you're listening to this podcast and you have not watched it yet, then go watch it because it's up until the 28th when they'll take it down. Yeah. So if you're listening to this, the day this podcast is supposed to come out. And maybe maybe you'll do everyone a nice Christmas treat and put it out earlier because it is Thursday right now. We'll see. I don't know. I'm probably going to hold on to it. Oh, you Scrooge. (laughs) It's linked on the front page of the website already. Heath and I have been linking out on Twitter and Facebook and all that jazz. So no excuses at this point. Yeah, it's up till the 28th right. good time to check it out thing before we talk about the special itself something i want to talk about with you guys didn't this feel like a whirlwind of oh we're gonna animate oh here it is that's typical though isn't it it really is but there's never know. any build-up it seems for anything this i feel like with the jump super animator special we at least had that promotional image ahead of time so we're analyzing uh, are those the villains who's I that guess other that's just character? not the way japan works i it's, mean i know it's well, not even when they they were getting ready to do that they created a jump super anime tour website where they had promotional images they had a lot of things where they had come out with uh, drawings, you know, like character designs, right, right, basically that they had published, and so there was quite a bit of build up for it. But I think maybe you might be going off a little bit on this, just because we had the manga, so you already know who the characters are, assuming you've read it. Yeah, you already know everything about so, it, basically. Right. So I don't know. they they could have thrown stuff out. I mean, we do know that they advertise for it in V Jump and whatnot because yeah, this was sure, basically sure. put on by V Jump and Psycho Jump. Right. Right. I don't know it still felt so so quick to me. I don't know. Was well, maybe it... they didn't want to say much about it so that it remained special to yeah. Jump Festa. Right. That's true. And then just streaming it was kind of like oh surprise. <laughs> I agree with all that, but at the same time, and this is something we've been talking about all year, basically for half a year at this point. Since episode of Bardock was announced and the Dragon Ball Heroes updates. This is kind of the the tail end of this larger marketing push. It it feels like it's almost kind of dying at the end. Is it the tail end? Is this part of the... I mean, I can what's see that, that weird it's acronym? tied into so many things. You're talking about the Psycho Super Science Secret yeah, Project. Yeah, is, is this part of that? I can't remember. We don't you know. Don't we know don't that? know what that means. Okay, so maybe this is... <laughs> that what, thing like is you so said, confusing. It's like the tail end of what you just described, and then and then that upcoming is going to be maybe the next wave, I, whatever it is. Maybe it'll <laughs> right. be really underwhelming. We're looking on Japanese sites and jump sites. We don't actually know what Psycho Super Science Secret Project or Dragon Ball Force Project are. They're just well, like these And it's weird terms. because even in the the logo for it, they're both there. So what is what? Is one part of the other? Or are they right. the same thing? Or is it a combined title? And will there be more? Because no people idea. seem to think there's going to be additional projects. I don't know why they think right. that, but... 
people seem to be under the impression. The the flyer that they handed out at Jump Festa this year, it actually listed Project One as being this anime adaptation. Okay, maybe that's that where that's saw. going from. And then Project Two was just hey, now you can play them in Dragon Ball Heroes. Oh, see, tying it back around again. Yeah, so I don't know if they have other projects on the way. You know, they had the uh, Setsumetsu Keikaku stuff mentioned. Right. I haven't heard anything about that. That's been upstreaming. If you go back to that old site that they had uh, announced it on. Is it up? Yeah, it's been up. It's streaming there. But you can't see it because it's region locked. Yeah, it's region locked, but it's it's there if you you feel like it. I don't know, this whole project and tying things together has been so vague and strange japan needs to get on the ball with clarifying what things actually are but that's just not how they roll clarity (laughs) i know all i I want for christmas is some clarity (laughs) from what i've always really found interesting is when they go to announce something it'll be like you'll see it in weekly jump but it's actually like a a v jump project but you'll see it over there first yeah yeah and like vice versa it's like no one really talks to each other it's like oh this is gonna happen so we're gonna post it it's It's like they're not even on the same page i know same company so now we have sort of described that this thing exists what we're going to do is take it over to our topic right now and do a review of the anime adaptation of episode of bardock course you may be coming to us fresh and new you're searching for bardock right now you're definitely coming across daizen chewy x you're coming across Konzentai. you're seeing all this information if you're a newer fan or just coming back into the fold something heath you and i talked about uh, a lot last episode was folks that are rediscovering dragon ball and they're jumping back in now is a great time but it's also a horrifyingly confusing time to jump back oh, into God, this yes. franchise what the hell is going on so if you don't know what episode of bardock is we will describe it again for you kind of set the stage here so announced in conjunction with dragon ball heroes you heard us mention this earlier heroes is uh it's a japanese arcade game it's one of those card-based games where you collect cards from you can purchase them you get them as a part of cd singles those kind of things you use them to play the arcade game and this past summer episode of bardock came out it was a three-part spin-off manga written and drawn by naho oishi now oishi she was responsible for the manga adaptation of the jump super animator special heath that was like mayish junish 2009 she did that Does that sound right um i can look real quick but that sounds correct all right let's assume it's correct <laughs> she's also responsible for dragon ball sd which is yeah. this chibi-fied spin-off manga going in psycho jump right now which is a separate jump magazine which just went monthly so she's been doing some stuff with the franchise for a couple of years now it was march and april march and april all right i was sort of close so episode of bardock was published one chapter per month in the august september and october 2011 issues of v jump v jump is the japanese video game magazine from shueisha shueisha being kind of that giant company that does weekly jump v jump they put out the tonkobo and they basically own the dragon ball manga and associated things now in this spin-off story bardock received a new and we're kind of spoiling it but it was spoiled before you read it bardock gets a new super saiyan transformation which was carried over into dragon ball heroes along with chilled the villain from uh, episode of Bardock and some minor story elements. Also tied in with that was the special selection DVD. Now this DVD was a release of the Bardock and Trunks TV specials, which you've probably seen if you've been around with the franchise for a while, which up until this year had only 
ever been available in Japan as extras within the two DBZ Dragon Boxes. Uh, was that 2003, Heath? Yes. Does that sound right? Okay. Um, that's very, very different from what we've had in North America, where the Bardock and Trunks TV specials, was that 99? No, it was probably 2000, 2000 that we got those yeah. on VHS and DVD, yeah. and we've received multiple re-releases of those over the years. Japan hasn't had that. They never got VHS or Laserdisc releases, only on the Dragon Box. And then unlike the movies and the TV episodes, those didn't get individual DVD releases after that. So this was the only time that you could go and buy these. And it was only a thousand yen. It was super, super cheap. So this whole thing was this giant marketing campaign with Bardock. New transformation, watch the original special, got the spin-off manga. Now I've got the anime adaptation. So if you want to learn more about all this stuff that's been going on, we reviewed the special selection DVD on the website and also on the podcast here in episode 270 and we reviewed the original manga version of episode of bardock julian and myself on the website and on episode 271 of the podcast so since we already reviewed the manga version and we covered the story there we like our manga review of awesomeness we told you the whole story then we reviewed it the anime is essentially the same thing we're not gonna tell you oh bardock did this and then he did this we're just gonna talk about it go download episode 271 yeah go listen to it you can read the synopsis in the review and it's only 20 minutes long anyway and at this point we're assuming most folks have seen it by now so we're just gonna dive right into reviewing it even though we reviewed the manga already with julian mary you and heath you were not a part of that conversation and we're all coming to it from different perspectives which is always a good thing which i absolutely love so you know me i've read it i've seen it i've been talking about it for a long ass time mary you never ended up reading no, episode I didn't. of bardock no no i didn't so you jumped right into the anime version <laughs> yeah i did that's kind of great heath uh i'm pretty sure i know that you read episode of bardock for the most part i did okay um, for the most I part i read the first chapter okay and then after that i just kind of kept track of what was going on on the forum but i never really actually read them until this morning which i didn't even read them then i kind of skimmed through that's so funny. You know, I was getting so. in the V jumps as they were coming out and I did a similar thing. I, I got that first issue and I flipped through it and I said, you know what? I'm waiting until I have all three before I read the whole thing. Yep. So I had those two jumps sitting there. I'm not going to read them. Not going to read them until that October issue comes in. Then I finally did. But and of course, you've watched the anime adaptation now, so you can talk about yes. it from that perspective. Great. So the biggest difference between the manga version and the animated version is, well, one has animation. So let's talk about that first. Mary, I'm going to go to you first, since this was your first foray into episode mm -hmm. of Bardock. Seeing it animated, tell me about that whole experience. It's a tease almost, seeing something new animated, because it, it gives me an inkling of what Kai could have been if they had actually reanimated the thing. You and everyone else saying yeah. that. Um, it always comes back to that now. It does. It, it yeah. really does. I think it has to. It's hard not to think it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's, um... I don't know how to say because I might be getting ahead of myself. That's all right. I thought the animation picks up awesomely towards the end of it. Oh, it sure does. And the beginning, uh, the first, I don't know, three quarters of it feels like talking. Well, there's not a lot, a lot going on. <laughs> all right. Heath, what did you think about the animation of the special? I liked it. I, I liked it almost more than the Jump Super Anime Tour. Really? Animation quality. Yeah, I almost did. It's the way Goku's drawn sometimes. It still bothers me. Because this wasn't Goku... Is that contributing to it 
maybe feeling better? I would say so. See, it bothered me still. Yeah. Because he looks just like Goku. Yeah. I don't know what it is about the character designs. Like, I'm with you, Heath. Something about the animation's good, but the character designs, it's, I can't figure it out. I think the character designs are kind of solid, but they're just kind of like a twist when they they do Goku all the time, but he's the one character that everyone's the most familiar with. And yeah, he's yeah. Ever changing throughout the entire series, which has always been kind of weird. Heath, you live in the credits world far more than I do. Thank so you. Can you tell me a little bit about who was involved and who's responsible on the animation side here? The animation supervisor and the character designer was Yamamuro Tadayoshi. Okay, that's a name I'm familiar with. Yeah, we've seen him many times before. He's done so many things for the series he designed all the cover art for the dragon box singles oh all right came out so i can see the connection there okay yes uh and they actually brought back a lot of really good key animators uh takeo ide came back uh he's with toy animation in fact all of this was actually done in-house by toy animation i should clarify that uh so they did not do they have not outsourced anything for years really Mm. like they used to when they did dragon ball z right right. because a lot of things are done in the philippines now Mm -hmm. they can get cheap labor but uh tadayoshi he did it uh they also brought on a lot of people from one piece so if anyone's at all familiar with the better animation days of one piece those guys mostly all worked on this gotcha Okay, that makes sense. Overall, we had a a pretty good cast of people that animated this. I guess when we're talking about the animation, Mary, you already hinted at it. It's just kind of static and normal and characters hanging out until that final fight with Bardock versus Chilled. And then I think my, I think I even said this out loud. I was like, oh my God, frames. Yeah. (laughs) Frames of animation. We we were joking a little bit about this, whereas... They kind of don't need in-between animators because it's a lot of just dudes standing there and close-ups of faces. And occasionally someone will jump in and do something. But more often than not, Bardock's just kind of hanging out. But that's when we got some really fluid animation. And I think because it was only 20 minutes long and there was a lot of standing around, they could kind of just hold on to their animation budget for where it was really needed and i think it really shined during that fight we were talking about character designs frieza for some reason all the time for me when they do him a lot of times always looks so good it's like the one character that yeah they can get spot on and he just still looks so sinister do you think it's because frieza has more detail to him especially in that first form maybe they have more fun drawing him yeah maybe it's more fun to draw He's got that armor and the chair. He's got all the different lines and different sections of color on him. So maybe they're just forced to design him. I don't know. I would think that they would try to simplify it to make it easier on them. Well, I'm glad they don't. Yeah, me too. No, I, I love it. And yeah, I think it is. A, it's a stark contrast when you look at him, and then when they have like Ipana and Barry on there, it's like <laughs> I know. Well, they're wow, just I could globs. draw a circle and put eyes on it. I just wanted to to say that at the beginning of the show when they were doing the flashback to the TV special, uh-huh. that was one kind of ding against the animation where it was all slick and nice looking, but I there's no movement. I didn't. No, I didn't feel any emotion from it. Like this is a really dramatic part in the original TV yeah, special. Absolutely, and I felt nothing from it well the same thing happened in the first episode of kai and there it was the same animation but it was so heavily sped up and not silence and to do it over here i was gonna say is it the fact that they 
they really blow through it. Yeah, yeah. I mean, Bardock's speech, you think about it, he's so slow and yeah, that was concentrates part of it. A lot of it words. was the voice acting. A lot of it was the slickety drawing. Um, just didn't seem gritty enough for me. Yeah, yeah. They're... Like you said, they're just blowing through it to get to what they need to tell. And it was like that in the manga as well, where it's, uh, here's a couple frames, and it does change things a little bit. And I think we'll get to this uh, toward the end of our review here, what the differences were. And we talked about that, Julian and myself. Anyone else want to talk about the animation? I'm not sure what else there is to say. It's it's pretty. There's some things that are kind of off, and they save up the budget for the end. Is, mm-hmm. is that I sum think, it up? I think you summed it up. I think that's a good way to put it. Okay. Uh, let's talk about the music real briefly. Julian um, was kind of doing <laughs> a live blog on it on Twitter as he was watching it and looking at the credits. We got music from Hiroshi Takagi. Heath, this is not a name I'm familiar with. Do we know who this is? Um, This is the same guy that did um, oh, Plan to Eradicate Super Science. Oh, right, right. Okay. Yeah. Which you'll notice there are a lot of tracks that they took straight from that special. Okay. okay. That answers the question I had. Right, right saves money right yeah absolutely you don't have to worry about more copyright infringements person no longer allowed to do anything that's right well something we loved so much about the jump super animator special was it was just the kikuchi score in stereo sounding wonderful with pieces picked from the entire range of the series episode of bardock's only 20 minutes so i mean you don't need a whole lot of music most of it's just incidental stuff no. transitioning scenes and, and there there really isn't a whole lot of music from no what i remember i kind of only remember so two much dialogue scenes. yeah yeah it's kind of talky i felt like it worked it didn't detract it didn't add to it either though i feel the same way i didn't think it was bad and at points i thought it was over dramatic yes the ending of the fight was way too over dramatic and happy over dramatic savior yeah planet plant for goodness gracious <laughs> I God. wasn't totally on board with uh, the track they used there. I wasn't either. I, I think it, it was the right intent, but I, I don't think it was the right tone. Let's just that. say I, I truly was reminded that I'm watching a kid show. Yes, absolutely. It's like I'm watching a show meant for five-year-old boys. At Jump Festa. At Jump Festa. In Japan. In Japan. Last week. <laughs> just because it was so like super heroic. Yeah. <laughs> and we'll talk about this that. cool. Very briefly. So that's the music. There's not much to say about it. So let's talk about the voice acting. The stars here really are Masako Nozawa, again, reprising Pardock, and Ryusei Nakao. I say reprising Chill because he voiced him briefly for Dragon Ball Heroes. But Mm -hmm. of course, it made sense for Nakao to come from playing Frieza and Kula. And I guess you could say Frieza. (laughs) What did you think of your man? Oh, he was awesome. He was so good. turns the voice up just a little bit in this rate like it's just that slightly higher pitched Frieza voice acting like, like crazier and a little, little more agitated and he's such a brat yeah and that's what oh, I yes. loved about it I think he that's nailed what the made character it so good mm-hmm. yeah chilled doesn't have this polite holier than thou demeanor to him he's just a punk just like, don't you know who the fuck i am Come i on. love I'm that line space pirate. i'm the greatest <laughs> space pirate chilled <laughs> freeza freeza what are you talking about i loved his delivery in there was just amazing so, Naka, I mean, 
What am I going to say? Nick Howe is terrible? I'm not going to say that. Even if he so was you terrible. you fell in love with him all over again? I sure did. I You're going to sure go did. make out with your signed Frieza figure now? I sure am. I love I'm that never thing. touching that thing. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so that's me talking about Nick Howe. Uh, do you guys have anything you want to say about either of them? Uh, just Nozawa. I, I always preferred her Bardock performance. It's great. <laughs> just because it was like, it, it's lower, it's slower, it's more drawn out, it's more devil may care. But it's not creepy. Yeah. No, like it's not. Talus is. What I like about the Bardock performance is it's Goku's voice, but you're looking at a character who looks like Goku, but it's not Goku, and it's not quite the Goku voice. There's none of that hickness in there. It's just a... Right, it's proper speech. A straight Goku voice for a straight-looking Goku character. Mm-hmm. With a I really don't give a crap kind of attitude. Yep, absolutely. Mm-hmm. And uh, you got those lines of dialogue in there to <laughs> solidify that attitude. I yes. think it was fantastic. She did a great job. I I admit that I get hints of her kind of sounding old now. You think so? But it's only because I know she's that old. So yeah, yeah, I'm just projecting. That's that's where I fall in too. Every once in a while, I feel like I can catch it, but then it's not there anymore. (laughs) Because she's so damn good. yeah. Just buy it. How about any other characters? I don't remember I mean, anyone else. <laughs> some of them talk. I liked Epona's voice. Yeah. Uh, what was the little kid alien? Barry. Barry? Yes. Barry. I thought he was very good. He no, got emotional. No, that's a- yeah, I felt it, man. Yeah, yeah. Is there anything else to say about any voices? I mean, it's mainly Nozawa and Nakao. I like that it was a limited cast. <laughs> well, I was just going to say down. that uh, we had... Like for Zarbon and Dodoria, those were returning cast from Kai. Right, it was the Kai voices, right. Uh, Unfortunately, we couldn't get uh, show in there, Hayumi show, for just a couple brief lines. I miss him so much. I mean, it's not like I like Zarbon all that much. But he had a good voice. Oh, Hayumi. Is it, I can never remember Eastern versus Western order. Heath, is it Hayumi show or show Hayumi? Because I know you do reverse order on your site. That's why I'm always confused. It always makes things so complicated. And I don't know why it's just his name. Do you remember which order it is? Uh, let me... It is... It's probably Show. Show's probably his first show. name. Show. Show. Yep. Okay. I love the guy and I can't remember oh, what order no. his name goes in. We're wrong. Hayumi. Yep. All right. <laughs> I don't know if I'm right, ah, but let's say I'm win. right. <laughs> All right. So we've talked about the animation, the music, the voice acting. When I reviewed the manga with Julian, we had concerns about Bardock being say, in character, carried over from the original TV special in this new manga, we felt like he had enough of those lines like, this doesn't concern me, get away, I don't really care. Enough of that in the manga that... I didn't do this to save you. Right, right. Don't Mm -hmm. Don't misunderstand. Mm -hmm. I mean, Mm -hmm. you know that line, don't misunderstand me. (laughs) You could hear it in your sleep and (laughs) you don't need subtitles. Julian and I felt that there was enough of that in the manga to make it really feel like Bardock. Now that it's been animated, though, and it's been expanded upon a little bit and mary you didn't have the manga version in your mind so maybe i'll start with you did you believe that this was the same bardock um i did most of the time there was one point where i felt like he should be flipping out more do you remember when i can't remember when that was i know i had the point where he's eating with barry Uh uh-huh it's like hmm, i don't really know if i quite buy that i mean i could see it but is it really in character strange kid or strange brad or something like that and i I, kind of get that but i feel like he should be kicking them away more and they get all supposed to sympathize with the guy (sighs) i know i know and this is something that a lot of folks have brought up 
and I know our buddy Lance Gaffertape on the forum had a great post about this, is that Bardock is not supposed to be a sympathetic character. You're not supposed to be on board with him. He's not supposed to be anyone important. And maybe we should have Lance on the show to talk about his, his viewpoint here. But you can go check it out in the forum. I, I think it was a, a great analysis, is that Bardock's not supposed to be someone special. And by making him someone special, like, oh, he's a legendary Super Saiyan. <sighs> like the connection mm-hmm. with Goku being special well, i think you even go back to what mary said earlier about you know it's just it was too superheroish yeah at the end yeah which yeah. is kind of what they tried to do with the whole thing yeah is hey look he's a superhero he saved the planet and and all that but really he's just a guy that got pissed because this other guy killed all of his friends he doesn't care about anybody else. He just wants to get revenge. I almost felt like back in the original TV special, it wasn't even so much that they were his friends. I mean, it was some of that, but it was this kind his of comrades. These bastards went above me and took care of things without my knowing. And now they're coming again. Like he was just pissed off at Frieza and all that. And the fact that his subordinates got killed in the process just made it worse. It was more that he was pissed at Frieza. In Dodoria. Which sound like office politics. Yeah, yeah. He went over my head. <laughs> I think that's a good point to bring up. The fact that, you know, in the in the manga and in the special both, they have the point where the reason he turned Super Saiyan to begin with is because he's he thinks chilled is Frieza. Right, right. <laughs> and he, he's just so pissed. It's more so in the manga. I feel like in the TV version. Well, yeah. it's not the TV version. It's the anime version. I wouldn't have gotten that. Which I think we can go over because there were quite a few changes. Well, we, yes. There were. Well, why you don't want we, to segue into that? Yeah. Why don't we tell Mary what some of the changes were? Yeah, I'm shocked to hear you say that, actually. Well, it, something that's not a change from the manga to this uh, anime version, but the beginning of the special where Dodoria and Zarbon are outside the ship. Oh, that and bothered me so much. That was strange. And Frieza's. Bothered a lot of people. Like what? I I don't get what they gained by having them out there. And it's not just that. It's that Frieza's dialogue is changed. And it's necessary to tell the rest of the story. But Frieza says something like, Heath, what does he say? It's a good thing that legendary Super Saiyan never showed up. Or it would be yeah. terrible if he happened to right now or something well, like that. Well, it would have been terrible if he would have shown up. Otherwise, I couldn't kill you all right now. Right, right. Hmm. Which, of course... This isn't foreshadowing. Frieza doesn't say that. He has the amazing line about, come see the beautiful fireworks. I mean, that's what's going on in Frieza's that mind. That is priceless. Classic. That's Frieza. This Super Saiyan stuff, not so much. So I guess let's take it to changes between the manga and the anime adaptation. Heath, what did you uh, notice? What did you pick out? Uh, there are a couple things. Uh, for instance, we have when, who is it? Uh, Toby and Kavira show right. up. Mm-hmm. In the manga, they don't have blasters. Oh, They're right, right. shooting things with their hands. Mm. But in the anime, they give all of Child's minions blasters. Because apparently they are so low class. <laughs> I can kind of see that, I guess. Well, I don't understand why they can't just shoot people with their hands, them. but that's how Freeze's minions all were too, except for right. the higher ranking ones. So that makes um, sense. The one change I did like in the anime is when Bardock first shows up to confront Chilled when mm-hmm. he sees what's happening in the anime. Chilled keeps his face covered. It's kind of you know he's mm-hmm. cloaked. Yeah, yeah. And you can't really tell, and then he kind of tilts his head up, and that's when Bar's like, "Oh my God, it's it's Frieza." Well, in the manga, it's different. He's already 
He already has his cloak off. He's helping them destroy the city. And then Bardock shows up and starts taking out guys. And so, you know, there's kind of the contrast where you get the buildup of, well, we, we know who he is, but Bardock hasn't figured it out yet sort of thing. And it builds a little tension. And that I, I liked. Just building off of that, in the manga version, I felt that Bardock was more almost no pupils, just blind rage flying after Chilled. Yeah. And in the anime adaptation, he, like he was still confusing him and wasn't sure, but it seemed like he was getting it faster than he did in the manga. I don't know if that makes sense. but Like he was figuring things out. Yeah. I mean, the manga was so short, so few panels that it just felt like he was just rushing in and didn't know or care. And it was just, ah, freeze a freeze a freeze a freeze. It, it was half of felt, his dialogue. It was. <laughs> it felt slightly different, even if it wasn't. Um, all that I mean, there are a couple other little minor things that they changed. Like, for instance, at the beginning, when Upana and Barry come in, Bardock's still in bed mm, in the manga. Right. But in the anime, he gets out of the bed, and then Barry kind of, you know, looking around. around in it looks super yeah. cute. Right. It's like, <laughs> okay, I guess we needed that. Yeah, yeah. You know, and those are little minor things that are just, yeah. We're just going to kind of do this. And yeah. I guess I should note in the credits, Oishi is down as being one of the planners that did all this. Mm, so makes sense. it seems like she was actually consulted with everything that they did, which is kind of nice. And overall, I mean, you talked about these couple of minor differences here and there. Overall, it was basically just the manga. Yep, that was animated pretty much as mm-hmm. is I mean, Mary, you're not missing out on a whole lot. Okay. That That's what it was. That helps. In the manga version, okay, it was, I mean, watching this raw, in addition to the dialogue being painfully simple, <laughs> because yeah. we had Jake's translation and I worked so extensively on the podcast and the review for the website. I mean, this dialogue has been ingrained in my head over the last several months. It, it was pretty much the same thing, just verbatim. A couple slight differences here and there, but. Well, there are even uh, times when you watch Dragon Ball or Dragon Ball Z and they it's verbatim line yeah. for line straight mm-hmm. from the manga. Yeah, yeah. So like, well, they that did was a easy. similar thing here. So what else do you guys want to talk about? I mean, Julian and I did a, a larger review about the manga. You can take a listen to that. I don't want to repeat too much of that, but Mary, Heath, because you guys weren't a part of that, is there anything else you want to talk about in a more general sense about episode of Bardock? I just hope that this is uh, the beginning of a trend. I would love to see just a new special every couple of years. We're, Even if it's just mediocre. We're almost kind of getting there i mean if you think about it we had the jump super animator special 2008 we had the um plan to eradicate eradicate the the super science and now we have this it feels like keep it going maybe we are getting new stuff let's see it (laughs) so excited i don't think you'd get a lot of people that would complain no no unless they absolutely hated all of them yeah an episode of bardock isn't something i hated or disliked it's i'm not apathetic towards it either i'm slightly above apathy in my feelings yeah. about it I, I mean i enjoyed it for what it was it was new stuff i had a couple problems with it i think taking bardock in a direction maybe they don't need to here's a pretty interesting thing though we are constantly asked for a question here on the podcast if there were to be new dragon ball what would you want and i mean this spawned into a, a podcast discussion with uh jake and say i think buddy we've talked about this before yeah i'm always saying oh i want more cyan back history and jake's like oh we have too much here's the entire history of the cyan race we'll do a podcast <laughs> episode about it well we kind of got that i got what i asked for and much like i sort of got what i asked for with ultimate tenkaichi ultimate blast 
and that was not what I wanted. I got what I asked for with episode of Bardock and it wasn't entirely what I wanted. Did you want to go further back in time, like non-Bardock characters? Because that's what I want. Well, personally. we're a thousand years back in the past. This I is mean, pretty far not, back. But not with people we, I want people we don't know. Yeah, I, I that's what I want. Maybe hints at Frieza I want to see the, family, the sign race overthrowing the population. Yeah, yeah, that's the stuff we want. We want, want the like dark shit, man. We want the political oh discussions God. in the background. Well, we kind of had that too as filler in the TV series. Let's overthrow Frieza. So I think the moral of the story is whatever I want, they need to do the opposite of that. <laughs> right. And it'll probably be awesome instead of just well, giving you thing. what you want. Oh, you got what you asked for. It wasn't terrible. I... I enjoyed it. I think uh, it's strong up until the ending part, and then Bardock kind of gets glorified a bit too much. See, I think it's weak, and then it's yeah. strong, and then it gets like, what are they doing? <laughs> Heath, what about what? you? What's kind of your uh, larger take on episode of Bardock? I guess my larger take would have to be I liked it overall, and I'm always, and I've said this before, I'm a sucker for new things. Yeah, yeah. Just because it's something new. When you've seen so much, just to come across something that's I've never seen this before. It's just always really cool. Yeah, to break up the old research, give us new research to do. Right. I mean, of course, we're also anal and this is what we do, that we find things to nitpick about what we don't like. But, you know, we can't have everything the way we want it. Otherwise, our jobs would be super easy. So Yeah, it'd be a really boring podcast. I loved it! (laughs) Next! You'd be surprised. I've heard podcasts like that. I Um, have too. (laughs) Overall, yeah, I, I... enjoyed it i liked it there were a couple things i didn't quite like specifically bardock toward the end of changing it to he's walking off into the sunset as a superhero with a smile on his face yeah where i did like how the the manga kind of did that where everybody runs over and they're like yay you saved us and he's like yeah whatever (laughs) i I don't really care yeah but he's still got a smile on his face that dopey grin that goku grin that doesn't belong on bardock yeah no i think what he should have done is destroyed the race oh, on that planet oh my God. and then flown off Ultimate and then version. and then we see because this confused us julie and i were talking about these don't look like the sufrurians so what should have happened here mike fixes episode of bardock mm. Everything is exactly the same. They surround him. He's smiling. He snickers. He kills kills all of them. Bardock takes off into space. Next thing we see is the Sufrurian spaceship landing on the planet and the Sufrurians getting out and looking at all these dead bodies and deciding to make their population there. It was planet Vegeta all along! Fixes everything. Well, yeah. It fixes everything. (laughs) got a planet of the apes while we go. (laughs) Gets the correct race on the planet. You're welcome. Done. There you go. Fucking awesome. You just wrote a fanfic. I did. (laughs) Fuck! Yeah, how do you feel now, huh? Do you feel dirty? <laughs> I do a little bit. Dirty, I, dirty man. I like it. You do like it. I do like it. Yeah! <laughs> Best fanfic I ever heard. <laughs> Write that and send it to Toei. <laughs> Dear Toei, I fixed your ending for you. Please send check. <laughs> They're going to look at the name and go, oh, we got a letter for you, sir. <laughs> <laughs> I bet they do. Uh, so folks, anything else you want to say about episode of Bardock? Not that I, I had fixed fun. it for you. <laughs> you had fun. I, I had, had fun. I had a little tidbit to throw in. I kind of, right. I teased it on Twitter. I don't know if you yeah, saw yeah. it. Um, but if nobody noticed the producer for this episode of Bardock was none other than Kazuhiko Torishima. 
And if no one knows who that is, you should be shot. Well, why don't you explain for the fans okay. who it is so, so they I'll don't expound. have to be shot? Uh, Toriyama was Toriyama's first editor at Jump. He was mm-hmm. his editor through Dr. Slump and up through the 23rd Budokai. And then? And then he disappeared forever <laughs> from the Dragon Ball world. And then he returned for episode of Bardock. Nice to have some uh, old blood mixed in here as well. Yeah. It's just... When you, when I go through the credits, sometimes I come across something like that. It's like, like holy, holy shit! Crap. Where's this person? What the been? hell is he doing <laughs> with this? So I guess one other thing we can say: no opening theme, no closing theme. We were kind of hoping for new music. But you know what? That did not that... even cross my mind. Well, it just ends, and it's like blank screen of credits. I yeah. was not expecting. It's anything. like, hey, look out for the cyan people. Dun dun dun! <laughs> and it's just black, and they run the credits, and then it says the end. Copyright Bird Studio Shueisha. All right, so you've heard what we all have to say about it. We're gonna check in on the Twitters and the Facebooks right now and see what you had to say about it. Zach writes, I didn't like it at all. The overall look was just weird, and it was more of a joke video because even as a super sign, Bardock didn't destroy that guy. Is his name chilled? I thought it was Frieza initially. I don't understand how someone could be confused about whether it's Frieza or not because the entire point was showing that Bardock's confused about if it's Frieza. Well, I don't remember Frieza ever being orange or having like curvy horns <laughs> and a pop belly his pop belly was toned down a bit for the animated adaptation it was mm. i wish they would have left it in because then he really is a space pirate toriyama's drawing is great he's got that belly if they would have given him like uh like a chicken leg or something <laughs> they could hold on to while they're fighting this comes from joseph on the facebooks i love the animation and the super saiyan transformation scene But overall, the special itself was kind of flat. I would have hoped for a less joyous ending, and it could have been fleshed out with some more backstory. Oh, Joseph's actually on the same page as me here. I think that's what we need to do. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And write a fanfic, apparently. Yeah. Uh, Danny says, it was very short, but very accurate to the manga. I hope they make more little movies like this at least once a year. I think we're all on board with you there, Danny. Fernando writes, I loved it. It was awesome. If they could only put out more stuff like this. There you go. I think so many folks are just excited. Holy shit. New, new Dragon Ball. Gimme, gimme, gimme. On board. And then from Twitter, we have Puppet Doctor who says, I was hoping for the anime to expand on the manga version. What happened to Bardock after he helped Barry and company? There was still so much left unexplained. I was hoping for something like the Trunk special, but instead it was an almost carbon copy of the manga. Yeah, this is something that we talked about with uh, our review of it. it. was comparing it to the Trunks TV special, which took huge liberties from Choriyama's mm-hmm. original manga version. And we almost universally agree it was for the better. And maybe they were going to do something like that here. Nope, pretty straight adaptation. All right, Chris writes, I enjoyed the hell out of it, but at the same time, they could have done so much more with it, and I really wish they did. Same thoughts there. It's kind of interesting where we've got this wave of love to love to love it. I wish they did more with it. Uh, Wesley says, enjoyed it for what it was, a simple, basic adaptation of the manga. The child in me still cheers when he sees a new transformation. I'm kind of on board with you there a little bit, too. See, everyone's a super saiyan at some point. <laughs> in their hearts. It's a fact. Heath, did you notice in uh, the animated adaptation here when Bardock is starting to transform, those couple rocks pull out yeah, of the ground? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I thought yes. that was a pretty clear toss back to <laughs> Goku's first transformation. I kind of dug that. I think that's kind of something that I forgot to bring up because I actually had it down in my notes of 
how similar they actually made it to his first transformation as opposed to everyone else's. Yeah, the lightning see. crashing down. And so cool. We're watching the members like, is he going straight to two? Like, who the fuck are you? Why are you talking about this kind of thing? Because like lightning, lightning everywhere. Cover lightning, man. We don't care about these things. Why are you making because these comments? around him. Uh-huh. See, he was powerful enough to get to Super Saiyan 2, but he reverted back to 1 because he just, just couldn't handle it. That's all he needed. Although, I, I gotta say, the, the transformation felt different simply because it was drawn out longer. In the manga, he's just kind of, ah, if only I had more... Pro- ah, done. Although, I really love the slamming his head into the ground and his fist. That that made me feel something. That was, yeah. was a little ludicrous. Yeah? Yeah. That To me, that's Bardock, just so frustrated and pissed off. He's... Yeah, he was lividly pissed. He's He'll make himself bleed. He doesn't afraid of anything. <laughs> All right, I'm going to read the last comment here from our buddy Jacob, friend of the show. I was hoping for more ex- expandition. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, Jacoby, what are you doing here? <laughs> the story and a longer fight. I did like the key animation from Onishi Ryo, though. Yeah, Jacob's uh, kind of your... Onishi <laughs> Ryo credit subordinate animation oh, nice. subordinate here Heath. he's Lackeys. living in that world I know. it's a good world to live in it is it's that sad that that's like the first thing i do when new things come out translate oh my god credits credits yep yep it's a dirty job but someone's gotta do it and that someone is heath yes then i do the podcast i have more fun hey we both have fun i enjoy what i do we do we do now if only there were investor conversations about this i couldn't peep in on then we'd have a ball well you just you just wait mary if all the cool kids would like to comment give thoughts give questions give praise give criticism anything at all they would like to send into this show tell me the various ways all right you can go through old-fashioned email you can email us at pod Podcast at dizex.com. That's P O D C A S T at D A I Z E X.com. And like we just mentioned, you can hit us up on the Twitter and the Facebook, both at dizex, twitter.com slash dizex, and facebook.com slash dizex. That's D A I Z E X. If you guys were really old school, you'd have like a P.O. box. P.O. box. I was thinking about it, but it costs money. And it does. The donations can go to better things than paying for a P.O. box. And speaking of which, we have a donation to thank. Oh, wow. Let's do it. Woohoo. So, massive thanks. A recent donation came in to us from Mario T. Since there's few Marios, such as Mario Mario, I wanted to make a distinction that this came from Mario T. Uh, many thanks. I have to figure out what I'm going to apply this to in my giant spreadsheet of costs that are throwing me into the dead zone here at Casa de EX. We'll figure out what we're going to name this for and we will give it a name over on the website the donation page. It has a list of uh, all the great folks that have donated to not just the podcast here, but the entire site, everything that we we do we name donations in honor of folks so you can take a, a, a look a gander over there you get, like the mario t limo ride to a <laughs> <laughs> yeah uh we actually did a limo ride to a convention once i'm not shitting you but it made sense because of the number of us and we were all going to the same place <laughs> there were a and then dozen of than... us there was computer equipment way to justify it <laughs> it wasn't dicey x money this was long before that <laughs> no just to be clear, this was our own cash. But yeah, it was That's only right. like $20 a person. It was great. Good times. to going to AWA in a limo. Well, I think we could use a private jet. Uh, 
I'm waiting for jetpacks. Think of all the conventions we could go to. With a private jet. I'm with Mary. I just want a jetpack. I'll take it to sing to Mexico. Fuck cons. I, I just wish awesome. everything was like scribble knots or jetpack fixes everything. Need to go to convention? Jetpack. Late for work? Jetpack. Gotta get downstairs to make a cup of coffee? Jetpack. Done. <laughs> Have a bathroom emergency? Jetpack. <laughs> oh my God, there's a ninja shark in my tub. Jetpack. <laughs> Fixed. Done. What? When you complete all of Scribble Knots, you can come back to me and say, Mike, you were right. Ninja Shark, get back. <laughs> I take your word for it. Uh, great times, great times. Uh, I'm laughing way too hard over here. Oh, I know. I'm wheezing. <laughs> You're too funny. <laughs> Cracking my shit We're up. done here. This is your Christmas show. I'm like trying to visualize all this. I know. <laughs> me too. Is Scribble Knots out on Android yet? I thought it was. Uh, it probably is. Yeah. I don't have it, though. You have to go grab it. It's been a buck over on iOS well, for a while. I'm going to go grab it now. Uh, Heath, thank you, sir, for joining us. It's been a pleasure as always. Oh, the pleasure's always mine. Great. Tell the kids about Konzentai. Oh, kids, there's this great place called Konzentai, and they have the Dragon Ball stuff. And you can find us at K-A-N-Z-E-N-T-A-I dot com. You can also follow us on Twitter at Konzentai underscore C-O-M. Awesome, sir. Thank you again. You are very welcome, sir. And you, ma'am, across from me with the wheezing going on, because right. you're not allowed to have fun, court order. I know, it's true. I can't laugh. Um... You can find my site, Temple of Trunks, at T-E-M-P-L-E-O-T-R-U-N-K-S dot com. We got cookies and candy. And and you know what? Actually. Hey, kids, uh, <laughs> come over to my site. Hey, I got candy. Cookies and candy. Um, I kids, think don't I, get in the van. Don't listen to the lady. I Mary, think, when what? was your last update? Uh, April 2008. And every April, she says, I think I'm going to update it this year. You're right. April 2008. Basically, you say, ah, I'm doing the podcast over here. Pretty much. Um, <laughs> What I'm going to do, actually, is go and look at my own site because I think I had some holiday action figure feature films. And since it's the holidays, I should look at them. If you do, I will link it along with this episode and people can look at what you did in your terrible teenage years. And early 20s. <laughs> Far too late in your 20s. Oh my God. Dude, that was some funny shit. Yeah. I'm 13 years old. What? Where do you come up with these voices? I've never heard you in talk like head, that before. They don't sound like that in her head, but they come out of her <laughs> mouth like that. <laughs> Thank you, Mary. It's been a pleasure having you on yeah, the show. I'm going now, bye. None of you can ever be on this show again. We have too much fun. So, uh, Thank God. Thanks for all of you. Uh, thanks to our buddy Julian off in Japan. We're recording in the middle of the week, so he couldn't join us. Julian will indeed join us. The next episode, 283, that we have planned is our year end spectacular. Oh, shit. What? Is that a that positive time? oh shit? Or is that a fuck oh shit? It, I got to catch up. It's a, where did the year go? Yes, that's right. The end of the year, we do the same thing that every other podcast does, except we do it better because this is Aizen X. We recap all the big news stories from the entire year and we check in on the predictions we made last year. I already know for the last three years, I've been saying double feature, jump super animator special and like whatever the other thing is. That hasn't come out yet. We check in on those predictions and we'll make new predictions for the next year. It's just fun to check in on that stuff. So Mary, you'll join me. Julian will join me. We'll try to schedule that for some time before the new year. Planned for after that. This is my plan. The episode after that, Jeff was here the other day. We were talking. Mm -hmm. GT review of awesomeness number two 
Dragon Ball GT episodes 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, the next five episodes. If you haven't yeah, caught up. do five in a row. Uh, yep. And unlike last time, we'll probably watch them all in the same day and then record later on that day. That's. Yo, that's I was hoping. It would be interesting. We can, Please like, make sure you have no guns in the house. <laughs> <laughs> I was just going to say, I was hoping that sometime during the winter break, we can do a marathon editing room with Jeff. Like have him sleep over for a night or two. But after subjecting him to GT. You want to make him work on probably videos? run away screaming and G- you are a terrible friend i am friends don't let friends watch gt that's right oh geez that is so a bumper sticker <laughs> i know i wasn't uh i wrote in last year and i won't be around this year for the predictions but apparently mine did not do so well i gotta check in on what you said mine was uh kai with kai ending things are really gonna tone down and we'll we'll see a dip well, we did until episode of Bartok. Mm. Exactly. Whoops. Well, second second ruined it. All right. So, folks, friends, Roman gentlemen, whatever you are, uh, this is episode 282 of our podcast here at Taizen Chewy X. We are a website that talks about Dragon Ball. We have news updates. We have sections and lots of words that you can read. And you can listen to those words in your ears pretty much each and every week. www.tizenchewyx.com. D-A-I-Z-E-X.com. That is the home of Julian and myself. My name is Mike Vegito EX. So for Mary over here, thank you, ma'am. Ta-ta. For Heath, again, thank you much, sir. Tip of the hat. For all those fine folks, for everyone that is a fan of Dragon Ball and a long-time or short-time fan of the site. We love you guys. We love you gals. We'll check in next week. Have a great holiday season. And we got one more for you before 2012. We recap all the big new new that. Yeah, we do better. Do 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 do.